0: Welcome to the McDark Horror Series. Lights out. Good. Here we go. The wind is harsh and nipping at my nose. The field around me is barren. The pumpkins long ago have been harvested and gutted. Now it is a barren wasteland with nothing but rotten stems and vines. The decaying leaves crumble under my feet as I walk deeper into the heart of the field. I bury my nose and mouth into my scarf, sniffling as my nose begins to run. I glance down at the cardboard box I'm carrying, replaying what Mother Leona told me. Mother Leona was the town witch, if you could call her that. In modern times, it just meant that she was a recluse who seemed to know about things that would otherwise be impossible. She wasn't an average fortune teller, and in fact hated to be referred to as one. She didn't read palms or talk to the dead. All she did was give advice and a nudge in the right, but sometimes unnatural direction. I slowly opened the lid to the box and peeked inside. I would gathered everything she told me, and checked and double checked to make sure it was exactly right. First there were 3 handfuls of 3 different types of berries. The first 3 to pop into my head, Mother Leona said. So cranberries, strawberries and blackberries coated the bottom of the box. Then there were 4 different types of spices in their pure uncut form. Vanilla, cinnamon, mint and cocoa. The smell was sickeningly sweet and wafted out of the box. Next was four different maple leaves, all in the purest colors I could find. One a deep red, another in bright yellow. Then a rusty brown, and finally a clear green. That was the hardest one to find, as all the trees had long since shed their dead appendages. As luck would have it, just as I was about to give up on this altogether, the green leaf blew in through my bedroom window, rested on the center of my desk, almost as if there were an unseen force pushing me forward in my endeavors. Then there was a bundle of twigs, tied together to resemble a stick person. I had to tie it together using my own hair, so this part took the longest. I had to wait for my hair to grow out just long enough to use it. It was a struggle to tie the pieces together in the shape I needed, as either of the frail twigs would break as I was tightening the hair, or the hair would snap and fall apart. Eventually, though, I got it to work. Last was a mason jar that contained my dead sister's eyes. Mother Leona had given me the jar, which held a purple sticky substance. Getting my sister's eyes was easier than I had thought. All it took was a few crisp Benjamins slipped to the mortician. He didn't question why I wanted them, and I had the feeling he's done it before. My sister's eyes were a beautiful emerald green and they stared up at me through the purple substance, and I could almost detect a hint of focus in them. Closing the lid, I keep walking and shivering in the cold. Then, as I reach the center of the field, the cold wind stops, signaling me to begin here. Kneeling down, I set the box to my side, pulled out a garden spade. The hole didn't have to be deep, but the box had to be completely covered in dirt. Digging, I find myself glancing over at the box, thinking about the next few steps and what it will all lead to. It didn't take long to dig a hole deep enough, the wet black earth easily moving out of the way. I pick up the box, hesitating for a moment before placing it in the hole. Gathering the dirt, I cover the box completely until all that can be seen is a small earth mound. I stand back up, and walk back a couple of steps. Mother Leona never told me how long it would take. Standing in the cold, my eyes fixed to the mound of dirt, I start to have some doubts. Was this even going to work? Did I desecrate my sister's corpse for no reason? Why was... Then the green hand shoots out of the mound, bright orange fingernails clawing at the sky. Storm clouds begin to roll in fast, casting a dark shadow over the field. Startled, I fall back, tripping over a large pumpkin vine. The fingers twitch, and the skin appears to be made out of many small vines. Another hand shoots up, springing dirt everywhere and clawing at the ground. My heart races as I watch the thing start to pull itself out. A mass of dirt coated brown hair rises from the earth, and more of that vine covered skin. The smell of the seasoning hits me, and I can't help but cough. The head twitches to the side, and underneath the matted hair, I can see two bright green eyes looking at me my sister's eyes. The thing stumbles onto two feet and stands before me. Its eyes are locked onto me and unblinking. Its entire body is made out of pumpkin vines and resembles that of my sister's. Its nails flash a bright orange and click together as the thing twitches. I slowly rise to my feet, my eyes never leaving the thing in front of me. I know it's not my sister, but her eyes pierce my heart and I wish more than anything that it was. Reaching into my coat pocket, eyes still glued to the creature... I pull out a crinkled note that Mother Leona gave me. Clearing my throat, I start to recite the words. Great Harvest Spirit, I offer you my sister's eyes so that you may find and kill those who caused her death. I offer you their souls and their flesh to nourish your ground. If their souls are not enough, I offer my own as well. Go, Great Spirit, and hunt down my enemies. I look back up at the thing and wait. For a minute, we stay like that, staring at one another. Then the thing starts to take large, unnatural steps. Its feet stomp on the wet dirt, and it jerks forward as it moves. My hands tighten on the note, and I hold my breath as it approaches me. Its eyes are locked onto me, and its nails click and clack. Then it looks past me, and off into the distance. Slowly it goes around me, taking the smell of earth and seasoning with it. I stand still, too afraid to move. My eyes are locked on the hole in the ground where it came out of, and my heart beats against my temples. The storm clouds slowly inch away, and the chill autumn wind returns. When the sun peeks out from behind a cloud, I let out a held-in breath and I collapse to the ground. Tears start to stream down my cheeks, and I squeeze my eyes shut. My fingers dig into the wet soil and wrap around moist chunks. I let out a long wail, my grief finally settling on me. My younger sister, my sweet, young, innocent sister. She had died after her very first frat party. Drunk, alone, and violated She killed herself over the guilt and shame. They never found out who did it to her, just that it was multiple men. My sobs start to turn to maniacal laughter, as I imagine those monstrous men being torn apart and devoured. I laugh, as I know the very last thing they will ever see are my sister's emerald green eyes. The eyes of the girl they murdered. Thank you for listening. Have a nice day.